Welcome, welcome, one and all. You have reached the podcast. Coming up, a look at the best albums from May as we head into a deep, dark winter time. Snuggle up and get ready for this. Winter is coming, ladies and gents. It's been about a year since anyone's been able to use that phrase without a deep sense of sadness. Uh, But here we are. Real winter is actually coming. I am James Palm. This is These Are Suggestions Mum. Thanks for streaming in with us once again. It's a retrospective episode today. We're looking back at the best releases from the month of May. 10 specifically. We're going to count down from 10 all the way to 1. That makes sense. Of the stuff that I liked the most from the last month. It was a pretty strong month for releases. Few big names, few new names, but a lot of great stuff. That's going to be the second half of the pod. To start, we are just going to have a quick look at some albums that came out in the last week because there were a couple of good ones and we don't want to neglect them just for the sake of lists. And we don't want this episode to drag on for an hour. So we'll just do quick little snappy one paragraph reviews of some new stuff. And then, yes, a look back at the stuff that you definitely need to have listened to from the month of May. So that's how we're rolling today. Let's get into it with this week's new releases. Now, just before we dig into things, a quick reminder on the scoring system used here on these Are Suggestions Mum. I'll be rating albums out of seven, which is one for every member of TISM that attends a party thrown by the band being reviewed. If that sounds weird and esoteric, you're in the wrong podcast, baby. Move along. First up in the new stuff, we have Woods and their album Strange to Explain. This is the 11th album from this band. They've been going a while. They're very prolific, but always worth a listen. They started off as psychedelic folk back in the day. Then they began transitioning into psychedelic rock but they've always retained their eerie roots. This album is probably the least eerie thing they've done. The production is warmer and more inside than outdoors, if that makes sense. The title track and Before They Pass By both belong in cabins, by the fire, firmly. There's still a bit of room for weirdness in that cabin too. Where Do You Go When You Dream has a trippy whistling effect like melodic cicadas. Maybe we're not that far from outdoors. The Void is a little spacey guitar jam, while Just To Fall Asleep warps the percussion into this odd gurgling sound. It wouldn't help me sleep, personally. Uh, It's another excellent album from Woods. The lingering effects of their previous collaboration with Dunyan makes for some very dreamy listening here. This party has four tisms. Next is another artist from Brooklyn, New York. This is Hip Hop from Coda the Friend, and it's his second album, Everything. Less than a year since his debut, 
and his mood has already changed. This collection of songs is way brighter and more upbeat than his first, which might have something to do with all this new money he references on Summer House and Mikasa. It's been a successful year. Those tracks establish the fun tone with some buttery guitar licks that echo the beach big time, a vibe that the excellent Long Beach then continues. The only two words I need to describe that song are... Uh, uh. <laughs> There's shoutouts to New York itself on the songs BQE and Volvo, and his wife on the sweet Away Park. Coda is a pretty sweet rapper, his flow always kicks up when the bass kicks in, it's a nice touch. The features are all pretty lame though here. Not the finest moment for Joey Badass on BQE, and Toby Lou nearly ruins the synthy Morocco. Otherwise, a tight sophomore effort. Everything by Coda the Friend has four tisms at his beach party. To the south of Italy now for some electronic goodness from multi-instrumentalist and producer Andrea Mangia, aka Populous. This is his sixth album, and it's a celebration of women, hence its title, W. Every track features a different female vocalist, and from every part of the world, Japan, Brazil, Argentina, Mexico, Italy. So it's like that one Flight of the Concord song stretched out to 40 minutes here. Opener Deserto has a sparse intro that gives way to a dark, blippy beat, which then carries over to Soy la Quesoy. Flores Nomois brings seductiveness to a solid European house beat, while House of Keta, featuring Italian dance floor queen Ms. Keta, brings intimidation to the dance floor instead. Banda bops along an industrial synth line which transforms into a brighter club beat for Patalo. Mangia embraces proper pop on the track Out of Space with a thick dub bass matching Couchet's breathy vocals nicely. This is a pretty good electro adventure. I would have liked a little bit more variety in the music, obviously. The voices carry quite a bit of variety. Uh, it's, it's good. I dig it. There are Fortisms at this jet-setting party. Next is another collaboration album, but it's a trio here. It's a slice of hip-hop-infused jazz called Ocean Bridges. The artists involved are All-Americans, beatmaker Damu the Fudge Monk, saxophonist and poet Archie Shep, and rapper Raw Poetic. Shep is a legendary jazz figure with a career dating back to 1960. Poetic is his nephew, whilst Damu and Poetic have teamed up previously. This album was entirely improvised in the studio, so this is most definitely jazz, folks. But Poetic's presence and Damu's occasionally furious work on the drums lift songs like Aperture and Tulips up into hip-hop territory. It's mostly simple feel-good for the lyrics, probably because of the improv. A lot more politicism comes from the seven interludes titled Professor Shep's Agenda. Here, Shep mixes up some spoken word pieces with gentle sax, bemoaning the state of his nation. As we all know, the word jazz can turn most people off instantly. If you, like me, 
love hip-hop and saxophone, then check this out. Ocean Bridges has four tisms. And now a couple of slabs of rock music. First, the debut solo album for longtime member of the OCs. It's Bridget Dawson with Ballet of Apes. The backing band for this is credited as the Mother's Network, but it's just a rotating cast of past collaborators, male and female. Out on her own, Dawson embraces the 60s psychedelia that has gone missing from recent OCs albums. She croons over a wailing organ synth on opener, Is This the Season for New Incantations? Wails over the hypnotic bassline of The Fool and hits some high notes for the acoustic rock and roll boogie When My Day of the Crone Comes. Things get a little dark and creepy on the title track, which erupts into a chaotic clash of horns and guitars, and also on Heartbreak Jazz, that word again, a slow but heavy lament. Ballet of Apes is a tidy solo effort from Bridget Dawson. It's a bit meandering, but the party has four tisms. And last of the new releases here, we've got another debut album, a self-titled one from an eclectic new group called Kidbug. The main songwriters here are American Adam Harding and Dutchwoman Maria Tadek, who met at their label's Christmas party in 2018 and then began a professional and personal relationship. Classic Christmas party hookups. They happen all the time. Anyway, the two wrote some songs to complete once Tardik returned to the US, and here they are. Joined by Best Coast bassist Bob Bruno and Swans drummer Thor Harris. As you can imagine, the lyrics are drenched in soppy romance, but the music is bright indie pop, so what else is new? The effects pedals are in full use here, as the fuzzed out guitars of Moonglue bleed then into the reverb of Never to the psych heavy drone of Woozy. Tardik sings on most of the tracks, and her voice is suited to both the slower jams like Lovesick and the crunchier rock songs like Theme from Kidbug. At 33 minutes, it's a great quick rock album. Will this thrown together lineup reunite? I kind of hope so. The party has. Four tisms, but there's, there was a fifth lurking. They, they didn't end up coming inside, but uh, they lurked. They lurked. Creepy way to end off the new releases here. Quick, do a sting! Oh, that's better. Okay. Right, let's get into part two of the pod now, folks. This is the top ten albums from a bunch of different genres from the month of May. I will say that everything on this list has at least a five TISM rating, so some great stuff on the way. Let's get into it first with number 10, I Break Horses and Warnings, the third album from this Swedish group. This is super sweet, dreamy shoegaze, but for this album, it's less of a big wall of fuzzed out guitars and more thick fogs of synth. Some songs take a while to get going here. It is a long album, nearly an hour. But when there are hooks, they're really nice and very 80s. And while there are up-tempo futuristic grooves like I'll Be the Death of You and Neon Lights, the mood is mostly bleak. We get track titles like Death Engine, Depression Tourist, Baby You Have Travelled for Miles Without Love in Your Eyes. 
happy times. If you do like Moody Pop, though, you'll find plenty of joy here. I quite liked The Prophet. It starts with crisp claps that give way to a boppy, distorted beat before a big, bassy chorus kicks in. Really good. Uh, the whole album is really good. Uh, it did take me two listens initially to get through, so it scored low initially on that, but upon re-listen, it does have five tisms at the party. Number nine, Chicano Batman with Invisible People. This LA Latino rock band have a real 70s soul throwback feel. For this new album, they've gone effect heavy though, bringing in some big synths and disco boogies. The new sound doesn't always work. Songs Blank Slate and Moment of Joy get lost in Impala-esque levels of production, but most of these songs are great. Opener Color My Life cranks the reverb up for some very hazy funk. The Way is a juicy slice of actual psychedelic rock. Bella grooves along a riff that is not full porno, but porno enough. Manuel's story is a super fun track about dodging drug dealers. There's a much stronger 70s vibe on the back half of the album. Polymetronomic Harmony is a nice fuzzy rock song, and Wounds closes things with a very earnest AM radio love song. Just a really fun album, as well as a fun band name. It's a simple party, no one overthought things, just stick with the classic spread. Five tisms at this party. Number eight, Jason Eibel and the 400 Unit, and their album Reunions. This is Ibel's fourth effort with this backing band, and his seventh full-length since leaving Drive-By Truckers in 2007. This album finds him fully embracing the big rock sound he's developed over the previous two years. The tender Americana is still present, but more sporadically. To my biased ears, it sounds like Ibel has embraced his inner Springsteen. Not necessarily the young, energetic party boy, but the matured, working-class hero. There are still plenty of slower acoustic tunes, and they're mostly about Eyeball's family and friends. But the most traditional country on the album comes with the songs River and Dreamsicle. I was most surprised by my enjoyment here. I always have liked Eyeball, but his pivot into rock territory has certainly swayed an occasional country fan like me. Reunions have five tisms present. Now, already three into the countdown, and some of you may be thinking, well, he already said everything has a five, so why is he bothering to say the score afterwards? Spoiler alert, folks, there are a couple of sixes on the way. So just want to, uh, you know, try and build a bit of tension, build a bit of tension. Something like that. I digress. Number seven, Ghost Poet. I grow tired, but dare not fall asleep. The fifth album from English rapper-producer Ghost Poet. This is his most rock-leaning album to date. It's actually very post-punk in places. There's heaps of thick bass and jarring guitars on songs like Nowhere to Hide Now, the opener, Breaking Cover, and especially on that title track. Concrete Pony has a funky but subdued bass line that with Poet's druggy drawl creates a tasty little groove. The track When Mouths Collide mimics a passing train with its sporadic synth, but interplays that with bird sounds to reflect nature pushing back against the society Poet dreads so much. 
Rats in a Sack is probably the most directly political song here, reflecting on the immigration debate in the UK. There's a lot of cool grooves here, as always, from this genre-defying dude. I wouldn't say there's anything here that's as captivating as some of his previous work, but it is a decent listen. Ghost Poet has five tisms at his protest party. Number six, Deontay Hitchcock, better. From Atlanta, Georgia, a tight 39 minutes of hip-hop. And all kinds, too. There's 90s high-pitched synth lines like Attitude, thick clubby dubby rhythms like Gimme Your Money and Circles, and some smooth R&B vibes on Shadow Man's interlude and flashbacks. Hitchcock is a very good rapper, and he's a bit quicker to adopt similes than a lot of his peers. He also shouts out 50 Cent by name and by inflection, but he saves the biggest big ups for the man upstairs. God, ladies and gentlemen, yes. Hitchcock does incorporate a lot of faith into his songs here, but thankfully he's no blind follower. This is not Christian hip-hop. I'll put that out there right now. He questions his religion, but also embraces his demonic side, especially on the four-part finale. This is a damn solid album, no skippable songs, room for everyone at this party. We have five tisms present. Number five, Italtec with Outland. A more subdued listening experience now, the seventh album from the Brighton-based electronic producer known to mum as Alan Myson. This guy flirts with everything from dub to garage to jungle, but this album is less club-orientated and more for quiet introspection at home. In fact, there's a real sci-fi feel to the tunes here, with droning horns that echo the Blade Runner soundtracks. Chamber music starts things off with a throbbing bass and shimmery synth that give off that immediate urban dystopia vibe. That continues through tracks like Angels in Ruin and Leaving the Grid, hauntingly beautiful melodies that get a bit choppy and glitchy as they go on. Plenty of menacing tracks too, Deadhead with its heavy dub and big industrial crashes and the warped beat of Bladed Terrain, both particularly good. I really liked this, it's dark and interesting instrumental music. There are five tisms at this party. Number four, Lord Narf and her album Narf. An artist I only discovered this month. Here she is with her third album. Another artist from Atlanta. It is a hotbed of good hip-hop, that place. Naf has attitude for days, floating between gritty snarling and soulful singing, depending on the mood of the track. The backing beats here are thick, bouncy dub that are often death grips adjacent, most notably on the song Out Your Dome. That one has throbbing bass and panicked vocals with trippy playground effects to further unsettle. A lot of this album is anger directed towards men. On Na 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 Boo Boo, she berates the guys that try to pick her up. On Piece of Me, she sounds like she's being held back from a fight. On Message, she's exasperated and a little funny as she spits, Yeah, you got the text, but you still ain't get the message. 
We do get a couple more regular upbeat R&B vibes on Do No Wrong and Twerking in the Corner, where Narf proves she can flow, not just growl. This album has some really interesting beats, lots of variation in the rapping and the music without being a mishmash. Solid underground hip-hop album, this party has five very keen tisms. Number three on this list actually came out this week. I have bumped it up straight into the top three. It is a late challenger to Chicano Batman as band name of the month. It's Sex Swing from London. Also a strong contender for the Impossible to Google Hall of Fame. Give it a try, I dare you. This noise rock supergroup returns with its second album titled Type 2. Now this is heavy metal for the older thinking man. One who doesn't need to thrash per se, but still wants to headbang. What gives this band, comprised of members from six different bands, a distinctive edge is the presence of the organ and the saxophone. But this being a band called Sex Swing, nothing is as you imagine it. These are the most nightmarish sax riffs you will ever hear. I didn't think it possible sax could be used for evil, but listen to the wild segments of songs like The Passover, Bedding Shop, or Valentine's Day at the Gym, and you too will know pure evil. This is aggressive and loud music and doesn't outstay its welcome. A tight 39 minutes, this party has... Five sexy tisms. Number two. Perfume Genius. Set my heart on fire immediately. Where to begin with this album? It took a very, very strong effort to keep it from the top spot this month. A near masterpiece from Mike Hadreas and producer Blake Mills. The first half is just banger after banger, and different types of bangers too. Rock songs, love songs, pop songs, gothic synth, gypsy folk. It's staggering. It's nearly illegal, the run from Describe to Your Body Changes Everything. Understandably, the last 20-odd minutes of the album are a little more subdued and darker than the earlier songs, despite a couple of up-tempo tunes. Otherwise, it's slow, tender music towards the end. But that's appropriate for the emotional journey you go on with this album. There's deeply personal lyrics to match the intense musical shifts, and Andreas takes us from desire to loneliness to death and back again. His voice moves with the musical flow perfectly, drawling for the rock, trembling for the pop, creepy, on the weird stuff. I just cannot recommend this album enough. This party has six tisms. There it is, we got there. Hey, hey. And now, number one for the month of May is Beyond Bulletproof by Mozzie. Not just the album of the month, a top contender for my favourite hip-hop album of the year so far. It is early, but there have been a lot of big names with albums already out, so Mozzie is on top and might stay there. I just love this guy's rapping. 
His flow works with his beats so smoothly. And he never does that thing of dumbing down lyrics just for a lame rhyme that fits the cadence. Every word is there for a reason. And he's got a deep dictionary too. Plus, he doesn't have to rely on big name features. In fact, most of the features on this album are trash. The track Body Count is near flawless with its thick beat and bouncy chorus. Then King Von and G Herbo get their verses and sound like children compared to the main event. Same thing happens on Price Tag. It's a slower beat and Mozzie only gets one verse, while the guests Polo G and Lil Papa can only manage boring auto-tuned bars. Those are honestly the only issues I have with this album. Otherwise, it's solid beats for days, with a real Death Row Records feel to the piano and acoustic melodies that run under the bass. Mozzie raps a lot about crime, which is fair enough, he has done time. But that's not necessarily what the album's title is about. He uses the term bulletproof to mean forever. On the chorus to that song, he says, They say they love me bulletproofly, but I can't tell. Betrayal is a big, big theme on this album, all the way from his family to his gang. Betrayed and the homies want to know are about boys turning their back on Mozzie. The latter has the refrain in the chorus of Killer Convert to a Witness. On Overcame, he mentions his aunt's meth abuse and his troubles overcoming racism, a topic all too real in black men in America. Despite the heavy subject matter, I mean, that is hip-hop, you kind of get that most of the time, this is just a solid, solid album. The party is absolutely going off. If you don't know, now you know. There are six tisms here. And that will do it for the month of May. So next time on the pod will be in June, a whole new month to dig into and a whole slab of new releases. As always, hope you can get some great new discoveries from this list or just stuff that you already knew about and you're happy to hear that someone else digs. That's always the best part about music is finding someone else who likes that music and, and bonding over it. Look at me, bringing people together, you know, or trying to at least anyway. Uh, I digress. Thanks once again for joining us here on the pod. My name has been James Palm, your humble music servant. And don't forget, these are suggestions, mum. Take care.